hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this bonus episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is where I'm going to kind of uncover my numbers for the month and also talk a little bit about this past year because as some of you know, I'm approaching the one year mark. That's right. I haven't been even doing this more than a year yet. I'm just going to be hitting that year uh, landmark or landmark milestone. Uh, let's see, October 22nd. And I'm recording this on the 7th of October, and it probably won't air until Saturday. Uh, so you'll get this a few days later, but you'll get it before the 22nd. So what I want to do, though, is, again, mention that, you know, this whole thing, when I started it, I had no idea what to expect. Now, I did know because I've been in business before and I still have other businesses that I run and, you know, from those businesses, I've learned that there's always ups and downs and that's why it doesn't really, it doesn't, I guess, make me nervous or anything when I see numbers go up and down. Now, I have known that the e-commerce space, basically selling online in general, usually the summer months are the slowest until we hit fourth quarter. Think about it. Retail stores always want to wait for fourth quarter. They bank on fourth quarter, which is kind of scary. I don't like to do that, so that's why I don't like to bank on the fourth quarter, but I do know that throughout the year, you're going to have ups and downs, right? And I did have those ups and downs, and this last month, September, was my slowest month. It was just over $20,000. Now, I know I've said that to some people and they're like, oh, I would have take that, but that's revenue, guys. Remember, I, I talk always about revenue and then margins, costs, and all of that stuff. Now, there's a few things that I could have did this month to probably reduce some of my costs and stuff. Uh, I could have got a little bit I guess a little bit uh, better at managing maybe even like my pay-per-click, which we'll talk about, but I just did want to bring light to the fact that when you're going into a business, for the most part, when you're going into any business, you really have ups and downs, you have growing pains, or you're in the, you know, in that stage of building. And a lot of times it takes years before you even see any type of profit. And that's why I like to think about taking the money and rolling it back into the business, which I am currently doing. I am pulling some out at this point. Now, this month, I didn't pull hardly anything out because I didn't have as much left over. But uh, I'm going to tell you what I did with some of that money, and I think it'll be helpful to listen to it, especially just about a year in and then just starting to make these additions to the business. All right. So first off, why were the numbers down in uh, September? My here's exactly why there's four four different things I'm going to I'm going to talk about here. Okay, first off, the time of year. And I just mentioned that. Right. So summer months, even going into the fall months are usually slow until we get closer to Black Friday, which is in the U.S. here. It's really, really really the main driver in, in kind of getting the sales going. And a lot of times they'll have like sales before that and stuff that they try to get things cranked up. But for the most part, Black Friday is kind of like the kickoff. Uh, okay, so that's the first thing, time of year. The second thing is, and some of you may have heard this, but I had a little bit of a hijack scare. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details here, but I did do a whole podcast on this. You can check that out at theamazingseller.com forward slash 105, and I talk about it. But in a nutshell, someone jumped on my listing and acted as though they had my product, which they didn't, and they were using 
a false product or, you know, I guess a counterfeit product, if you will. And from there, they jumped on the listing and started to change things. Well, I was able to catch it in time to go ahead and get their image off of there. I was able to to secure my listing and then kind of get back up and running. But it did affect my sales for almost two to three days. And uh, I mean, that image change. And then because of that, I think anytime you, you update your listing, it takes some time to get back into the search. I think it does mess up the search. That's just my personal opinion because I've seen the effects of it. And I think from those two days, I lost about $700 a day in revenue times two days, about $1,400. So I, I, you know, I lost over $1,400 about in sales. It could be more. I don't know how much I would have done that day, but on the average, that's what it would have been. Um, so that's that. Okay. That's another reason why I think my sales were a little bit lower. Three, I did do a price reduction on one of my products to kind of keep the momentum going. So I could keep that 30 to 40 units a day selling when, if I would have kept my price higher, I might've only sold 15, 20 a day. So I wanted to keep that momentum going again, testing it, trying it, but by testing like that, I'm reducing it by $2. You know, if you sell a thousand units in a month, you know, that's, that's a lot of money. It adds up a couple thousand dollars, right? So again, testing, learning, uh, you know, through this process. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. But that's another reason I think that my sales were down. And then the other thing is number four, I've been noticing that I'm getting more competition on this one particular product. So because of that, you're starting to take some of that demand that normally there's plenty of demand, but when it gets slow, the demand shrinks and then you have more people to choose from. So then your sales will go down. And that's another reason for that. So I guess the lesson learned here, and I'll get into that in a minute is, you know, kind of like diversifying your product line, right? I mean, like currently I have three strong uh, products are actually too strong, but like three other, four other variations that are strong. So really like two solid, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of confusing, but there's two products. One of them has four variations. The other, the second product is doing okay. Maybe three to five sales a day. It's not my winner that I wished it was, but it's still doing okay. So my income for September, the exact number, I'm looking at it right here, the revenue was $20,387.36, okay? So that's the total revenue. Now, let me just kind of run through these fees and these you know costs real quick, and then I'll give you the, the net. So we've got $20,387.36. Pay-per-click was high for me this month. It shouldn't have been. I, I should have kept an eye on it a little bit closer. It was over $2,000. It was $2,022 for 220 sales. Uh, that's that's the, the sales that, that was uh, taken from that there that I generated from that, but I generated over a thousand sales. So because of that, well, you know, those 220, it, it did help me rank and it's going to help me continue to rank, but I could have probably scaled that back a little bit. And also another thing to note here is Amazon just updated their pay-per-click stuff. So they have like exact match now. And I think that kind of messed a few things up too, um, you know, for the good, but also maybe not for the good in, in some situations. And I think we got to refine and kind of, uh, you know, look at our, at our ad campaigns and see if there's anything that we can tweak since that update's been done. I got to get in there and actually do that. So I think I could have saved probably four or 500 bucks there, but again, you know, it's, it's the cost of business. The FBA fees, $6,203 and 63 cents cost of goods, 6310, $6,310 miscellaneous fees, um, things like, uh, you know, tax jar or, uh, a Weber or any, uh, any of the little tools that you use, um, $275. And again, these are round numbers. I'm kind of just roughing them total cost around $14,810. The net on that's $5,577. So it, you know, really it's like almost, almost half of what I've normally did. And I think cause my costs were up uh, a little bit. And I also, cause my revenue was down by almost, uh, well, 
at least 5,000, but probably closer to 10 on a normal month. Now, the other thing is because I reduced the cost or the, yeah, the cost of my, my unit, you know, or my, my unit sold, you know, 28% margin is where it went to about. And I was averaging about 38 to 42%. So you can see just by tweaking the numbers a little bit, you can really um, hurt your bottom line. But again, growing pains and also a very slow month just in general. Everyone I've talked to said pretty much September, October are slower months. So we got to think about that. Now, I've already looked at my numbers for October and they seem to be up. It's too early to tell, but they seem like they're up about 10%. So we're kind of starting to go back the other way, hopefully. All right. So lessons learned here, the takeaways is that number one, I could have scaled back on the pay-per-click. I could have probably reduced that by at least 25%, but maybe even 50%. I might've even been able to scale that down to $1,000 a month versus $2,000. Um, I could have raised my price. I could have tested that and seen if that made a difference. Um, I didn't. I just kind of kept it at that lower price. And I say lower. I'm still about $5 higher than my competitor. I haven't really went down and I don't want to go down that low, but I did want to play with it to see if I could keep those sales um, going, which I do think it did work, but it did hurt my bottom line. Um, I should have brand registered sooner. That I learned from the hijacking thing. I've since done that. And again, I talk all about that in episode 105 about what I did and how I did it. And it has been complete. I am brand registered or yeah, brand registered now. Can't talk. And um, so that's all taken care of now. And then I could have done a blast to spike the BSR to maybe boost myself in the rankings and maybe grab a few more sales, but I didn't think it was time yet. Actually, as I'm recording this, I am scheduled to do a little mini blast that I'm I'm going to be doing here probably in about another week. And I'm doing that to kind of get things set up for the fourth quarter so I can start getting rankings a little bit better on some of these other other high traffic keywords. So that's, you know, that's stuff that I'm going to be playing around with, going to be tweaking, and I'll obviously report back on that. All right. So plans for the fourth quarter. Number one, I just mentioned it. I'm going to do a promotion on product number one to boost the rankings. I haven't done a promotion on product number one since the beginning, since last December. So I think it's time. I'm going to go ahead and do one and uh, see what happens. I'm going to play around with that. Two, I'm going to fine tune my pay-per-click. I'm going to stop wasting money. I'm going to really try to refine the campaigns, pluck out the ones that are doing great and kill the ones that aren't doing so great. Okay. Three, launch my next product. I'm actually in the process of uh, talking to suppliers, getting things lined up to where I'm going to be able to launch this product probably within the next six weeks, hopefully before fourth quarter. Again, I want to diversify. I think it's really important to do that. Four, I've just recently invested, and I'm going to be talking more about this. I just invested in launching an authority site for that brand. So again, didn't make a lot of money this month, you know, as as far as like putting money in your pocket, but I was able to still take some of that money, reinvest it back into the business because this here's a long play. Because if I can build an external channel and start getting some outside traffic, and again, remember, I'm just about 12 months in before I even started thinking about this. So if you're just starting, don't worry about that stuff yet, right? But launching the authority site, basically a site that will have a whole bunch of content on it that can be built around my products. So if people are searching for solutions to a problem or things that they're doing using the product, they'll find my 
branded website. And then from there, they'll also get really good information, but they'll also be able to be led to the products and services that are sold. And then also start building an email list and all that stuff. And if I ever decide to sell the business, I'll have another piece of property that resides off of Amazon, but that, but that helps to promote those products and build out that brand. And I could get more for an exit if I was to do that. All right. And then the fifth, the fifth thing I'm, I'm uh, working on here for fourth quarter, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the fourth quarter traffic, right? I want to see what this is all about. I've been invited to a couple of the lightning deals. I haven't been hundred percent approved yet, but I did submit the paperwork. I'll keep you posted on that as well. That could be huge. But again, it could be a little stressful because you're managing inventory. The one thing that you have to understand with this business is it's very, very important to understand your inventory. It's hard. It's, uh, it takes a skill, I believe, to really get your, you know, know, to, to really get a handle on it, but you will get it over time, but I don't think you're ever going to get it hundred percent. It's almost like a restaurant planning for a big rush and not knowing how many hamburgers to buy, right? I mean, it's, it's like the same thing. You know, all this traffic is going to be coming. The big day is coming, but you just don't know what to plan for, but you want to be prepared as best as possible without putting all of your money back into inventory and then hoping that it sells. Let me just say one last thing about year number one. Year number one has been amazing. And I just wanted to give you the numbers as of today that I'm recording this. And the numbers are total revenue generated is just under $300,000. It's $296,000. And because I started this business just about 12 months ago, almost 12 months ago now, I will have generated over $300,000 on Amazon with only, in the beginning, one product and then branching out to two additional products. One of the products has four variations. So not a ton of products, but still being able to show that number. Now, let me just say this too. There's some people that launch products that are $30, $40. It's a lot easier to hit $300,000 in revenue, right? If you have a more expensive product, my products are generally between $29.95 just as of recently that that one there was added about three months ago. But in the beginning, my product was $19.95. That is it. So you got to sell a lot of units. And as of right now, I've sold over 16,000 units. That's 16,000 units in almost a year's time. And that's incredible in any business that you've ever been to just start it up one day and start getting sales and to be able to say you did over $300,000 in revenue your first year is pretty remarkable and it's a pretty awesome opportunity that we're given here. Now, that's, like I said, that's about 11 months. So I do predict that I will be able to hit over 300,000 for this first year. And I think that's awesome. If we break that down from just the 11 months and we average that out, that's just over $27,000 per month revenue generated from a business that I'm able to work from home. I'm able to build it. Now, is this, you know, for some people, it might not be enough income to leave their corporate job. I get that but it's a great foundation to really go ahead and start building something that you potentially could, or maybe it's just a side gig for you. Whatever it is, you know, it's uh, it's up to you to determine, you know, what is the number that you need to pull from this business. And again, like I said, you're going to have some months that you can pull, some months that you can't. The best thing that I could say, and this is what I've done in all my businesses, is take your money, bank a certain amount, take a certain amount, put it back into the business, and then from there, you'll have that extra 
in the bank that you can pull from when the business is slow. And I've done that in my photography business, brick and mortar studio, you know, a photography studio that we owned. We used to get really busy in fourth quarter. We would bank a lot of that money that would push us through January, February, March, and even into April. And that's just being smart with your money. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, though, that the first year to be able to do $300,000 in revenue and be able to do $27,000 a month on average, I've had some months that were almost, you know, 38,000 and then some months that were just like this last one that were 20,000 and even the ones in the beginning that maybe only did 17,000, you know, they're all averaged in. So an average across the board is about $27,000 in revenue a month, 30% margin on average. So I've had some months that were 45 some months that were 38. So we averaged that out. Again, I'm giving you ballpark stuff here. So $10,000 net per month average, a little bit over, not too bad for a business that was just started less than one year ago. So I hope this has helped you. I hope this has inspired you, motivated you, or just at least seen that, you know, I'm just a regular guy just like you that's trying to you know start a business and and then take this business and bring it to the next level or whatever that next level is maybe it's doubling the sales next year or maybe it's even just adding 25% more or maybe making it more stable um and again having you be able to follow along is really what I wanted to do here in this podcast and and just this community that's now been created around the amazing seller podcast so once again I want to thank each and every one of you guys for being a listener. I hope that this helps you. I hope that it shows you that I'm always going to be 100% transparent with you because I don't want to inflate the numbers. I don't want the numbers to be you know, unreachable. I don't want the numbers to be like, well, you know, how can I ever achieve that? Because, you know, Scott's always doing good. That's not the case. You're not always going to have stellar months. You're hoping to always grow, but it's business. All right. And that's what I think I want to leave you with here. It's business. And if you're in this for the long haul, you're going to do probably fine. But if you're into it for the quick buck, not a good business model. Okay. So that's it. That's going to wrap up this little bonus episode. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being an awesome community member. I'm sure you're over in the Facebook group. So I appreciate each and every one of you. And I will see you in the next scheduled episode. Take care. Have an amazing day.